Hello and welcome to another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist podcast. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. If you haven't yet subscribed, make sure you do so you never miss an episode. If you're a first-time listener, please note that this podcast is not meant to assess, diagnose, or treat narcissistic personality disorder. My intention for this podcast is to provide some insight and encouragement to those of you who exhibit narcissistic tendencies so you can start to break some of those negative patterns of behavior and live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. In today's episode, I would like to speak to you about reactive abuse and how this behavior may be negatively impacting your relationships. You may not realize you are engaging in this negative behavior. So it is important to shed light on this topic so that you may stop the behavior and learn healthier ways to communicate. Reactive abuse occurs when someone who is being mistreated or provoked eventually reacts in an aggressive or defensive manner. The initial aggressor may then portray themselves as the victim, reversing the roles and making it challenging for others to recognize the original provocation. Essentially, Reactive abuse is a pattern of behavior where someone who is being mistreated reacts in a way that may seem aggressive, but it's a response to the initial mistreatment. An example of reactive abuse could be if one partner continuously criticizes or belittles the other, leading the targeted partner to eventually react with anger or frustration. The initial criticism may have been an attempt to provoke a response, and when the targeted partner reacts emotionally, the first partner might then accuse them of being overly sensitive or difficult. You may not realize you are engaging in this behavior in order to maintain a sense of power and control in your relationships. You may be provoking the other person until they react negatively, so you can use their reaction to manipulate the narrative and portray them as the aggressor, and then deflect blame for the situation. By portraying the other person as the aggressor, you can then divert attention from your negative and harmful behaviors. Essentially, it is a way to avoid accountability. I know this may be difficult to hear. I want to commend you for showing up and doing the work. Breaking away from negative and ingrained behaviors can be challenging. It requires self-awareness, commitment, and a willingness to embrace change. It's a gradual process and seeking support from friends, family, or professionals can be beneficial in navigating this journey. Many individuals exhibiting narcissistic traits often grapple with an intense fear of rejection and a deep-seated need for validation or admiration. Rejection may threaten your self-image and can trigger feelings of inadequacy, which may then lead to defensive behaviors. Reactive abuse may be a defensive behavior in individuals with narcissistic traits. When you perceive a threat to your self-image or control, you may provoke reactions from others and then use those reactions defensively to deflect blame and maintain a sense of superiority. The need for superiority also serves as a defense mechanism against perceived weaknesses. Individuals with narcissistic tendencies often have an inflated self-image in order to compensate for feelings of inadequacy or insecurity. This inflated self-image may help you mask your vulnerabilities and maintain a facade of self-confidence. Reactive abuse may also be used by narcissistic individuals as a way to deflect blame by staying in a constant state of anger and resentment. 
What I mean by this is that the narcissistic individual is able to avoid taking ownership of their behavior, which makes it so they can avoid feeling vulnerable. By constantly being in a defensive mode, it keeps them from being susceptible to rejection, which would confirm their feeling of not being good enough. After repeatedly engaging in this type of behavior, a pattern may begin to emerge in your relationship. You may begin to repeat a cycle of provocation and reaction that can be harmful and destructive to the relationship. Provoked individuals subjected to mistreatment will respond defensively, unintentionally perpetuating a toxic and escalating cycle of conflict. This defensive reaction seen as aggression may then be used by the initial instigator to justify or further mistreatment. Continuing in a cycle of reactive abuse can lead to a toxic and deteriorating relationship. The repeated negative interactions will gradually wear away trust, undermine emotional well-being, and hinder effective communication over time. If the pattern persists without intervention, it can contribute to escalating conflicts, emotional damage, and even the breakdown of the relationship. It is imperative that you begin to learn ways to stop this destructive cycle. Breaking the cycle of reactive abuse is often difficult, but with awareness and commitment to change, it is possible to learn new ways to communicate. To break this behavioral pattern, fostering open communication is crucial. Creating a supportive atmosphere that encourages constructive conversation is very important to this process. Both partners need to feel secure sharing their thoughts and feelings without fear of being blamed or criticized. It is important that you actively listen and allow your partner to express themselves without fear of any retaliatory acts. Another way to stop reactive abuse is to learn to set boundaries. It is important to establish clear boundaries to prevent any mistreatment. You must also clearly state the repercussions if these boundaries are crossed. This is important because it establishes accountability and communicates the seriousness of those boundaries. This clarity will help you and your partner understand the potential consequences, fostering a sense of mutual respect and responsibility. This will also provide a framework for maintaining healthy dynamics and will encourage open communication about expectations within the relationship. If you are able to seek guidance from a professional, this may provide you with an opportunity to gain perspective and learn effective communication in a safe and non-judgmental environment. As a result, this can lead to healthier relationships and personal growth. Be proud of yourself for making time to explore the intricate dynamics of reactive abuse. Recognizing and addressing these patterns takes courage and commitment. Remember, breaking the cycle involves fostering open communication, setting clear boundaries, and seeking professional guidance if needed. It's a challenging journey but the effort and time you invest in self-awareness and change can lead to healthier relationships and a much happier life. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. Until next time, see you soon.